ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nyin podcast. Um, today I'm joined by an amazing person who I look up to here in China when it comes to the area of positivity and masculinity and a wide area of topics. Um, it's called Samuel, but most of you know him as Mr. Papi. Um, Mr. Papi, welcome to our podcast. Um, um, Sanin, I am glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Okay. Um, first things first. Who is Mr. Papi? Who is the man behind Papi Talks? <laughs> you know, you know. To be honest, I, I myself, I, I think I'm a lot. To be honest, because I think I, I think I've done a lot. I think I've I think I've been through. Okay, I wouldn't say the entire spectrum, but I think I've I've crossed most of it. So uh, I think I I'm a lot. I have I can be whatever I want to be, depending on the situation. So, but then I think I think in a nutshell, um, I don't know. I'll say above average. I think I think that's what I'll say. I'm above average, and and also um, I'm Nigerian. Most people don't know this about me. I I have been in China for. I think I've crossed six years. I think this is my sixth year, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Um, you are also a software engineer, and <laughs> ironically, I'm also a software engineer. <laughs> so, um, it's nice meeting a fellow person in that same area of you know expertise. So, I want to say, so you was a software engineer. Tell me more about your career. Okay, okay. I I came to China being a student, and uh, and this was back in I was in yeah in province oh. before moving first switching to Jiangsu province. So I first started off as a student. I I did um I did mechatronics. I think so. So I graduated. I I I think I think I'm pretty decent for my studies. So then I moved all the way here, and then I was doing my masters. When I moved all the way, it was for my masters. So. Uh, so then I met the supervisor, and then wanted to let another thing, but then he told me I should study. He wanted because um, I had been his only, I think, the first black person he was supervising. I'm the first foreigner he was supervising. It's one of those old, very old men who um, they don't want to like. You know how this, you know how Chinese folks are. It's like they don't want to be like. Uh, they don't want to be inclusive. I think he did tell me like they they give him students, but he rejects it. So he was like, he wants me to study computer vision uh, so so that's what i was doing at the time i at that time i was still a student and so during my first year of my master's program i would go to the department office i think i went there for like one full year i i go i wake up in the morning just like how i see other chinese folks in my department i would go and um, just like we just like if we had a regular job i <laughs> I'll go by like eight and then I'll come back by like three. But then I wasn't really stable, but he saw like, okay, I was really consistent, you know. And and then my city is a small city. And so then I told him I wanted to do internship or something. Because I, I then I, I realized that like the other my other folks in 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 my department, they they also do this, they call it uh, industrial training. They go for, to different companies and, and and they start working. So so then, yeah, he told me, and turns out to be like he's he's a he's a really close friend to, to one of the guys who owned the company that one of his students were working. So, so that's how I found my way there. And then he told me, and then he he talked to the guy. They gave me this the first 
first of all, they gave me this um this very this really fucked up trial period. But then after, if you pass all those things, they would um then I got the a new contract and then that was it. That's how I became a software engineer um in deep learning, machine learning, data science, and all of that. Okay, so you became an engineer through practice and internship. Yes, and and I know it's and I know it's it's difficult, you know, because. Because I was also a student, and I know how difficult it was getting a job and switching over. So, so I would say I, I wouldn't say it was luck, but I would say like yes, I did put in a lot of efforts. I didn't just get to where I was just by miracle. Because people think maybe um it just happened. It didn't just happen. I I I went through every process, just like I said, the first one year of my of my master's program, I swear, I think for like out of 365 days, I think for like 300 days, I was going to the office. I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting paid, but I had cultivated the habit of sitting behind the decks with other people and learning and doing all these things. And then like, um, and I think, I think I had an online job. Yeah. I think I had an online job to be honest. I think I had an online job. Um, was it, one very weird thing where the pay you basically changed. But then, like you say, I, I was I was slowly cultivating and trying to like force things to happen because I did not want to um to just be a student. I wanted to be like uh I wanted something different. Obviously, I've been here for a long time and it's like I needed something different. I and I needed and this was something that was happening. So it turns out um uh, my supervisor at the time, he was really influential. But then a lot of things it, it wasn't still easy, but God did it, and and yeah, so so that's it. So I would say it wasn't easy, but it can be done if you really. And now it's like where there's a lot of COVID, COVID restrictions. A lot of a lot of professionals have actually exited. So if you are a student, you have more chances and um, switching or switching careers from being a student to becoming an expert here in China. Wow, <clears throat> that's nice advice. Um. Okay, I'll 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 ask you in the in the spectrum of technology. So, do you believe technology has a great impact to change Africa in the coming years? Do you think it's one of the factors you have to consider? I think I I think so, and 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 it I think it's doing a really good job, you know. Um, to be honest, um, and and this is just my this is just my work, you know, because I also have this software engineers group in China, and some guy posted. Um, this job listing about um again AI data science similar things with what I do machine learning so and these are firms that are based in Af- Africa who um maybe in Lagos or something like if you really venture into tech or you want to like your maybe your because okay I'm not really a developer I'm not a web developer but I do have an idea of it so maybe because I know there are certain guys out there who really do it. Uh, so I'm saying it's it's something that is in China. Sorry, it's in Africa already, and it's a growing economy. It's like there's still more funding. They're actually looking for people who are in tech or people who are in IT or something. So it's it's I would say it's definitely the future, and it's not even it's not a question because it's it's already there in China. It's it's already there, it's already there in Africa. So it's just best if you keep pushing forward it. If you keep pushing forward with it, and if you keep um, fine tuning your skills, maybe your coding skills or uh, or something, just like I, just like I said, one of the uh, a very big offer that I got was from a firm back in in Africa. You see, and then they saw my 
they saw my my portfolio and all these things. And I'm like, oh wow, so such and such things happening back home. And then maybe you if maybe you've heard of certain firms moving in Nigeria or or I'll say Lagos or something. Because I know that's where there's a lot of high tech firms are there. So technology is definitely the way to push. It's it's not definitely the way. I wouldn't say the only way, but it's it's one of those ways where Africa can move to the next step if we if people back home keep cultivating their um keep cultivating and nurturing their tech skills and all of that. Okay. And I want to ask so if Africa is having this buzzing growing tech sector, why haven't we made that major leap to become a tech powerhouse yet? What do you think is lacking? I I would say because I because I, I, I would say I would say it's the government, to be honest, because I, because I believe we have the, I believe we have the technological know-how. Because for me myself, I've I've just been barely at my firm for like a year and a year and a half, and I would say, and this is not me trying to like brag or something. And I would say I'm 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 one of the finest um, computer vision engineers they have, and it's like obviously if you now look at it, you see like Africa, we. We we black folks back home, we we Africans, we are not so far away from the Chinese, the Chinese, the Asians, with our maybe I'll say IQ or whatever knowledge. Because if you really look at it, it's like we have the we have we know the know-how, we can actually do these things, but people don't and people can do these things. I swear, people can do these things. I because of them back home. because uh, before I came here, I also did um I also did, uh, I think, two years in a federal university. So I still have most of my folks that I talk to. And these these are really smart dudes. And I'm not saying, uh, and these are really smart dudes where, like, I know, like, okay, I'm not even as, as good as these guys. And these guys, they know all these things. And some of them be telling me, okay, this is how you go about this such and such. But it's like, because of how the government hasn't been able to provide them with resources for them to 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 to, to show that potential and maybe have this, this ability to grow it's like they can't they can't express themselves so i would say it's it's just the it's just the lack of uh, establishment that's that's not there else we in the we we africans in the tech sector i think we can actually do a good very good job okay um i've got another part of of your life content creation which i think um you're quite famous for here in China. Mm. Um, your your thing, Papi Talks, where you, you share tips on life, uh, masculinity, and other stuff in general. I just want to say that what you're doing is good. I'm a big fan of your work. And generally, give me an insight on Papi Talks and why you started it. Okay. Um, okay, for, for this, for the content creation, it's... It's more of like when I when I grew up, it's you know obviously we all have different realities to life. You how you see your your past experiences made you who you are today, or will make you or will make you um, who you're gonna be tomorrow. Uh, so so for 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 my puppy talks where I I I realized I realized certain things in life where that was like okay, it was difficult trying to make it as a man, to be honest. And I and I this was something I, I realized that and then certain other and then certain other factors that came into it. But then bottom line I, I realized it was difficult for an average dude 
or a trench key to come up. And then I was obviously, I was trying to like make it. I was trying to like, hey, I need, I don't want to accept my condition as, as being poor or being a broke dude. And I'm, and I'm like, why why do I have to accept being being nobody? So so then this was when, this was the basis when I, was, I started asking questions. I started saying, okay, life is actually more difficult for dudes. And if you, and I'm not trying to say this to, to reduce the how tough life is for, for females or something, but almost like um, for bottom line, from what I experienced, I'm like, it's actually tough. And uh, and then when I was growing up, obviously I, I never had. Uh, I'm from an all female family. <laughs> I wasn't like the only male child, so then I never really had the older brother to like uh, at least create a pathway or make it easier, you know. And then and then you know these things where where my okay okay then in my family my I lost my mom at a very young age. I think when when I was around ten when she passed away. So most of my teenagers, it's like nobody, nobody to nobody to help you out with nothing. You just had to go out and and get it yourself. And then obviously, you know how you know how you know how uh, maybe okay. Then my, my sister there at the time, obviously they are like they're trying to make a name for themselves. So you just you just been left alone and 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 it's just you. So so then I realized like in life, like it was really difficult trying to make it. It was really difficult trying to be something, you know. And then so this was back home. And then I moved when I moved to China, it was the same thing. Then I actually I met up some other guys who are like, okay, um, this was back in Shenyang, you know. Where guys are trying to like make it out of the trenches. Like, you know, when you know when you you feel like you never want to go back home with nothing, yeah, you want to at least have something to show for it for the four years or for how long. For how long? Because obviously we all came here students trying to like trying to like make a name for ourselves and all this thing. So, so it was really difficult, you know. It was it was trying to like, um, because then back back then, yeah, the 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 thing there was teaching English. So we guys would try our way our, our, our best. To, <laughs> the amount of times we applied for 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 those. Uh, you know those applications. I swear, if I'd applied for a job, <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure. I'd, I've got the job. <laughs> sure I've got the job right now. So, so you know that thing where you're in first year, you're in second year, you're trying to navigate through life. Life is tough. Life is killing you. You're dead broke. You know how the family, everybody's depending on you to make it. You you are the backup. You know all these things. So, so a couple of guys back home that that uh, actually back home back in Shenyang that now they're no longer here. You know they most of them went back home. Some of them. Some of them, some of them passed away because of life was just too tough. I swear, I wouldn't even lie to you, but life was you know when you know when you you feel like you feel like it's either you make it or you die trying. You know that mentality that some guys carry, where yeah, yeah, yeah. where where it's like if you don't make it, man, you need it. You need to make it. You need to bring back water back home like you can't. So so I swear it was tough. It was depressing, man. But then, and then it's like so. People venture into so many, so many different things. Some people didn't make it. Some people, some people went. Some people went got caught. You know when you you do illegal things, just try just so you're trying to eat. This is this is not trying to ball or do nothing. You're just trying to eat because you didn't have no man. Life was tough, man. I swear, I swear. So so basically, when because I think I started Packy Talks uh, like two years ago or something like that. So basically, this was when I just had graduated. You know that period when you just finished school, you don't know where your life is there, your life was just going. 
my life was a mess. I was depressed as fuck. I didn't know. I didn't have any dime to my name. I didn't, I, I was just, and then, and then, and then um, there was this guy that I had like the only father figure in my life at that time. This was like two years ago. At that time, he was just because of people were trying to do all sorts of things to to survive to provide. So he he was just carried away from the police, and then every single thing we were just all messed up. Life was just tough, man. I swear. So then I had to now find a way, and I left that city. I left I left Shenyang because I felt like it wasn't it wasn't the place for me, man. I swear. I felt like. Man, I felt like if I hadn't gone, because because then again, there's this guy who uh, many people know him as Bravo Man. People don't really know why why he killed himself. You know, he's it's it's just it's just because of depression. You know, when you're trying to when you're trying to make it when you're trying to make it by all means, but you're trying to like if you don't if you don't do it, and life is tough, man. And then you see maybe you see your females. They're all they're all they're all you see females. They're all, they're all, uh, they're all flourishing, doing well for themselves, and you guys, dude, nothing to write home about. So, so from that, that, that gave me the, that's how I started. But I just, I, I don't know. I just started. I, I'm like, okay, this is what you don't want to do. You should do this. You should do this. But I would say that's what that period where I, I had just graduated. I, I had, I, I felt like, I felt like, you know, when there's this word, uh. There's this way where they be like you are you are disposable, because I feel like there's a lot of guys who feel like their life their lives in shit that they can they can do anything at any time. You're just bitter, you're just resentful because nothing's working out for you. Like literally, nothing's working out for you. So I felt like I I also was in that. I swear I wouldn't even lie. I was I was also in that demographic where there were just a lot of guys that were just disposable. Cause you could literally you you would do anything just just for it to survive at that point. So at that point, I had to channel all that all that bitterness, all that aggression that I was coming, all the frustration that life has thrown at me at that time. So I had to use and find and make something for myself. Uh, and I kept on doing it, and I kept on preaching, and I kept on saying, "Do this, don't do this," you know. So that was it. Wow, that was a great, great, great insight. And so tell me more about what's the core message that you're trying to address in Papi. I, I the, the core message is like you just you, you just have to for, for you to, as a dude, as a man, for you to have an easier life. For you to have an easier life where you're not bitter, you're not resentful, where you feel like you're not alone and you wanna kill or you wanna do any anything to fuck up society, like you have to build yourself. You have to, and nobody's going to ever give you nothing. Nobody will. You have to take and you have to take up your place in society. And by doing this, you have to build up yourself. You have to pass through the, the process of self development, and it's a constant thing, you know. So the, the key, the key message is just like it's just just going to keep improving yourself daily, even if it's one percent. I think I said it. Um, I said it often. As slowly is is the fastest way to to get one of to get to where you want to be. You just have to start start up something instead of you instead of you maybe you you pass on your you instead of you using that your bitterness and your your resentment and everything and everything negative that life is throwing at you instead of you to go do something terrible with it maybe so go do any illegal thing and. Or, or something like that. It's best you, you use all that bitterness and put in yourself and better yourself, man. Like 
because I because life is tough, man. I swear, for the average dude, it's like it's tough. And I and I remember when I know I remember when I was the first year, second year. I swear, nobody. I was that guy who nobody knew nothing. Dead broke, miserable. Your bottom of the line, your, your bottom barrel, and all these things. I swear, and like it's 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 difficult living like that. It's 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 you know you know it's like you cannot go through life just trying to be that guy. You have to remove yourself from that demographic. You have to you have to you have to level up, and the only way for you to level up is for you to pass use all that negativity or the frustrations that life has. Is life is throwing at you because life is definitely throwing it at it's life is definitely throwing those things at you because how I know because I was I I, I was I, I've been there and and open okay I only and it's still doing it's still happening to me so I, it's like I know okay okay now now in my life now I know like okay I'm not I'm not where I used to be but at least I know like okay every now and then I do get my own stones that life throws at me and if I'm still getting it definitely you who's you who's still in that level like it's still tough for you so you just have to build yourself you just have to do the self-improvement keep keep working on yourself keep being optimistic you never want to be resentful even if you, you just have to try not to be resentful so you don't go fuck up your life more. So, so i think that's the key message is just self-improvement but like become a better man for yourself i think that's just it like, that's all i've been saying like every single thing i tell people it's like every little trick it's like hey it's every single thing is for your betterment so you'd be like okay so you just have an easier life you know so because if 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 you're if you're if you know these things you would have an easier life so so that just that's just just it okay okay and uh, another thing another thing i want to say is that i've seen that you have a men's program on puppy talks so give me an insight about it What's what's the main program and why you started it? And what do you want um, to do? I, I think I think the main program you're talking about is King's Pufters. It's it's my yeah. men's club. It's uh um uh, it's it's just part it's just part of one of the things one of the many things that I have coming up for my myself. It's because I believe like if you if you wanna if you wanna become a better man and you surround yourself with maybe guys who want to to improve themselves, you would constantly learn, even if maybe even if maybe it doesn't happen overnight, but but you seen or you be in the midst where maybe there's a guy who's who who um who's maybe who's working or um because in there we have I think we have um I think we're about like twenty. I think we have a we have a real estate developer, we have um we have a finance, we have a Shanghai wealth manager. Um, I think we have like three software engineers. We uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of people who's like they're doing they're, they're doing promising well. And so so even if even if maybe you're students and you want to like you want to transition, it's easier when you have this community where it's like okay, it's easier for you to assess such information. It's easier for you to to it's, if maybe if you have a product and maybe you want certain people to see it, um, it's easier for you to display. So that's why I I was like okay, I wanted a place where there's a lot of it's like a community of kings where it's like maybe if there's an issue, maybe there's a, there's a bigger problem. Like, okay, let's all solve it together or something like. Let's when I believe like you you can never just do anything alone. You need people to help you push you to the top or something. You or you need ladders you cannot to climb. So that so that so that was that was that that was the core that was the core idea behind King's Quarters where it's like I wanted a place where 
anybody can just come and network and you learn from the people who are doing it or you keep pushing yourself up or at least it gives you hope you know when you when you surround yourself with people who actually because obviously everybody now everybody now and then has their own problems where they have going on but but what the what that gives you maybe a student gives you hope that okay it can be done and this is how it this was how it happened so so that, that was that was the that's the core message, and then obviously every now and then we we do hold programs where we uh, we talk about maybe uh, how to tackle such issue, how to how to level up, and all these things. We do hold programs every now and then. Yeah, so that that's it. Okay. Um. So, what has been your greatest achievement in your content creation journey? Your highlight. Uh to be honest, I don't know. Honestly, I. I don't know. I, I I don't greatest achievement. Uh, cause cause you know for cause cause you know when you talk about maybe hard conversations, people actually get obviously there's always that 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 uh, the drawbacks and all these things. So I wouldn't say there is. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that I have any. Uh, obviously the obviously the channel and I, I wouldn't even think I'm a popular guy. I don't think so. You know. I just think I'm I'm just you know, the regular dude that I used to be and 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 nowadays I, I try not to involve myself in, in those conversations anymore because I just feel like people you can't you can't force nothing on people you know if you want to be a better person at some point you just have to go ask the questions and and the questions are out there and if you so I feel like that part that part of me it's it's something where I don't want to push it no further I it's it's something where. I I don't want to. It's not as if I don't want to. It's not as if I I wouldn't be saying, I won't be making talks out. Uh, I won't be writing tweets or nothing. But I would just say it's. I wouldn't be that person where it's like I'm trying to like say okay do this or uh, how to. You never ever want to like. So I, I would just say if you really want to like, if you really want. I think the core thing was like because of the whole backlash. I felt like there was no point. You know, I never really felt like people were appreciating the whole thing. And then I had one conversation with where Jordan Peterson, he was talking to, um, I don't know if you know him, he's a clinical psychologist. I think he was talking to Pierce Morgan, you know. Yeah, I know Pierce, Yeah, Pierce talk, asked him about Ronaldo or something. So he said he stopped giving advice to people. And and that struck me, you know, like if a guy like that says he stopped giving advice to people, and I'm like, now I get why he stopped. Because it's like, at some point, you will just get tired of all the stones, people are trying at you, people calling you names. People call you names, and I swear, like here in China, like there is nothing out there. People are not saying it. There's nothing they've not tagged me. So, so, so it's I wouldn't say. Obviously, the channel is there, uh, and every now and then I just be saying what I want to say. But it's not like I want to project that part, the puppy talks anymore, because I do have a lot of things coming up. I, I have, I have. Uh, I love the puppy brand right now. I have. Um, I have Papi Homes coming up. This is uh this is this is another big thing. Uh, and I also have um I have a TV TV series coming up. So it's, it's like I I I'm trying to like um I'm trying to like invest my time and energy and resources in other in other parts and just leave the Papi talks because it's not just it's not just the Papi talks I have going on. So I do have other things that I'm trying to like achieve. So which which does not include people train stones at me and all those things because you just get tired you know it's not as if it gets to me and sometimes it gets but sometimes i'm like ah it's just i'll just let people do do whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't concern me 
Yeah. Okay. Has someone ever reached you and said what you post has changed their life? Nah. Really? Or maybe they're just shy. I I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I I do every now and then you do find maybe uh maybe somebody walks up to you in the club or something and, and maybe they say nice things, but 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 by and large I I, maybe, I don't know uh, to be honest, I don't know, but, but I would say but I would say the general response I got from it was like I felt like it wasn't really appreciating and I was I'm like like I'm not even getting paid for these things, you know. It's not as if we can spay me or you to be spay me. I'm not getting paid for none of this stuff. So I'm like, let me just focus on the business that pays me and and do other things that um um because because I, I believe I, I solely believe like you don't just wanna have you want you wanna have you don't just wanna have a job, you know. Cause cause um because obviously I could just be working and nothing, but I'm like you don't just you want to have like an empire where it's like you, you always have something to fall back on when if you don't have a job so so that's why if you if it's, if you really notice i'm always actively busy it's like i'm doing one or two if you for the people who follow me at least i think i think they've noticed that so it's like i do have other things going on where i'm like okay let me just leave all this let me just mind my business i, I think that's where let me just mind my business and the business that pays me that people are like if you want to do you do it if you if you want to be if you want to be a better person you'll become a better person um so that's it okay and what would be your message to the youth in africa and the world in general <laughs> i'll i'll say i'll say i i don't know i'll say i'll say i hope i'll say i hope you make it i swear i i'll say i i'll say i hope your dreams come true you know this is specifically to the guys because I I know how oh I I don't know maybe times have changed you know I don't know I don't know maybe back there it was tough it was really tough in China maybe I don't know because nobody tells me nothing except except the things I ask maybe things have changed for students in China I don't know so um so I would say I hope you make it I swear because I hope you just I hope you you stop being uh, I hope your voice get heard um, I hope all I hope all your dreams come true. I just hope, just keep doing, even when it gets overwhelming, just just keep breathing and keep pushing and and, and just keep being optimistic, you know, and someday things will work out for you. Uh, okay, my final question would be, um, you're from Nigeria. Tell us something amazing about Nigeria. Obviously, a lot is, is known, <laughs> but you as you. Oh, yes, you as you, tell us something about Nigeria. Man, there's a lot about Nigerian, man. Man, there's a lot about Nigeria out there, man. We, uh, well, what's that? I, I don't know. Just the entertainment. It's it entertainment is good. I don't, you, I'm sure you get entertained by a lot of Nigerian songs <laughs> and all that, and movies and <laughs> and drama and chair chicks and all this. Thing. So that that by and large, if you're looking at the good, there's good, but then there's also the bad part of Nigeria. You know, there's, there's the government and all these things. So so yeah, Nigeria is Nigeria. It's it's yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you, Mr. Samuel, for coming on our on our podcast. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. It's really insightful and enlightening. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's I, I, I am glad to be here. I'm sure it means a lot to you. So that's why uh that's why I, I, I needed to I didn't want to like shy away from it because i know it means a lot to you i'm sure you're trying to like make it something big and i hope you 
and I hope you make it something big because I I want I would like to see more people in China venture into media, you know, because people think it's only if you're not teaching children English, you you make it or something. So so and and it's not easy, you know. You have to you have to keep putting the effort. You have to keep pushing it. So I so keep doing what you do, man. I I really appreciate. It's it's a good thing you have going on. Like don't don't stop for, don't stop for nothing. Should keep should keep on. Thank and you. It all makes and it all makes sense at the end. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.